Well, I want to say good morning to everybody. How are you guys doing today? You guys doing well? Man, we are so glad that you're here, as Jeremy and Matt have said. Um, it's going to be an incredible day. We're so glad that Watoto Children's Choir is here. I cannot wait to get you guys up here. It's going to be amazing. Well, as it was said, this last week was Love Week, and it was an incredible, incredible week. And I just want to brag on you guys because you are incredible imitators of God. That's what you are. And, and you know, the word Christian, that's what it means. It means Christ-like. So when people look at us, we ought to reflect God. That's what the moon does. The moon reflects the sun. And so may we all just be like the moon and reflect the sun. That's, that's what it's all about. In a little bit, we're going to look at some pictures and just kind of go over Love Week and I don't have much time today, um, so I really want to jump in. I, I have a question before we get started, and that is, who is ready to hear and to live the Word of God today? Who is ready to hear? Who is ready to live the Word of God? The Bible says, don't just be a hearer of the Word, but be a doer of the Word. It's like, don't go to mirror, look at yourself and be like, oh, I need some help, man. <laughs> I got I to do something about this. And then you walk away and don't do anything about this. And so today, we want to fall more in love with Jesus, and we want to walk away. We want to be better imitators of Christ. Today, I want to speak on love is a verb. Would you say it with me? Love is a verb. Say it one more time. Love is a verb. We're in Mark. So if you have your Bibles, if you have your iPads, you got your uh, cell phones, go ahead and pull them out. Pull up version. however you do it. Pull up the Bible, and we're going to look at an incredible passage here. Found in Mark chapter 12. And we, we've been in this for a couple of weeks. And we've been talking about Jesus and, and what he said to the Pharisee. When the Pharisee asked him, what's the greatest? Oh, teacher, what's the greatest? And the Bible says in Mark 12, verse 29, I'm reading from the message, that Jesus said this. He said, the, the first in importance is, listen, Israel, the Lord your God is one. That's very important. It's very important. It may not be popular, but what he is saying here is God is one. Although we live during this time, they lived in a culture where there were several gods. What he was saying is, no, no, no. Don't be deceived. Don't be tricked. Don't be fooled. There is only one God. So many times people say, well, you know what? We just believe that all roads lead to God, and and that's so untrue. The truth is that there's only one road to God. And that is Jesus, and all God's people said, amen. It's Jesus. And you say, well, I just don't believe that. Well, that's all right. It's okay. We love you anyways, and you're welcome here anyways. But truth is truth, whether someone believes it or not. And that's why we have the Bible, is because God sent down his son to give us the truth so that we could know how to get to God, because we are all far from God. Are you with me? You're tracking with me today? And so here it is. He says, God is one. So love the Lord your God with all your passion, your prayer, your intelligence, and your energy. If you grew up in church, just a little rehash here from last week, you grew up hearing, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and your strength. And we simply said that, that with your heart is your passion. Love God with all your passion. It means you ought to be more passionate about God than anything else in your life. I love motorcycles. I have one. I love to go motorcycle riding. I love it. I love college football. There's a lot of things that I love. I love my family. 
I love so many things. I love enjoying so much. And yet, compared to God, my love for God, my passion for God is to so far exceed anything else. And it's gonna cost you sacrifice. If you're gonna love God with your passion, you're gonna have to sacrifice. Just like if you love your hobby, if it's golf, you're gonna have to sacrifice a couple things, like some early mornings, like some balls, for sure, Um, like for some time away from your family. It's gonna cost you something. And and then also love the Lord your God with your prayer, and, and that's gonna cost you time. But there's no better time invested than the time that, We invest when we speak to God and when we listen to God. And then our intelligence, our mind, and that costs us pride because the truth is we don't like to be wrong. The truth is if you're like me, and I'm sure you probably are, we don't not only like to be wrong, we hardly ever think we're wrong. Are you with me? I'm not wrong. It wasn't my fault. It was intelligence. It's gonna cost you pride. And then energy, that's gonna cost your strength. So God says, man, love me with all these things Love me with all your heart. You know, Valentine's Day, I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. I hope there's no men in here that forgot about Valentine's Day. I, I trust that's the truth. But, um, you know, when we talk about, man, I love you. I love you, baby. I love you with all my heart. When God says, love me with all your heart, what he's talking about is not this or, or this. What he's talking about is your intellect, your will, and your emotion. Do you love God with all your intellect? Do you love God with your will, your decision-making? And do you love God with all your emotion? That's what he's talking about. But then Jesus does something crazy. Jesus raises the bar because he's not in it for the little dumbbells. He's not in it for the little weights. He's like, oh, no, oh, no, today we're fixing to go to a different level. We're fixing to go to another level. Like if you ever had a strength and conditioning coach, you know what I'm talking about. You ever had a personal trainer, you get in there, you're still sore from two days ago, and then they've already increased the weights. You're like, what? That's what Jesus did. In fact, in Matthew, Jesus said it so many times. He said, you've heard it like this. You've probably heard it say, you're not supposed to commit adultery, but I'm telling you, whoever looks at a woman and lusts after her in his heart, he's already committed adultery. See, whoop, Jesus just raised the bar. And then he says something like this. You've heard it said, you shouldn't, you shouldn't commit murder. But I'm telling you that whoever has anger in his heart, whoa, now it's getting close. Now it's getting personal, Jesus. Easy, man. I love you from a distance. Don't get too close to me. And he says, but I'm telling you who has anger in his heart against his brother is just as guilty as that murder. Are you with me? Boy, doesn't that leave us all guilty? And that's the purpose of the law is to show us we need grace. Purpose of the law wasn't for us to keep it. It was to teach us we can't keep it. Because even when we try to keep it, we drop one of the balls. And we learn we can juggle a few, but we can't juggle a lot. And so God says, love me with all your heart, your intellect, your will, your emotion. And then Jesus raises the bar and he says, in the second. And then Jesus does something crazy. Jesus quotes a verse all the way from the law, which the first part was quoted from the book of Deuteronomy. And now Jesus is gonna bring up Leviticus. Leviticus, and he quotes this. Leviticus 19, verse 18 says this in the message. It says, don't seek revenge or carry a grudge against any of your people. I bet there's some people in here today, you're carrying a grudge. Let's see how honest we are today. Anyone in here, you came in, you came in, 
And we're just having fun, okay? I hope you're having fun because I'm having a whole lot of fun. If you're not having as much fun as I'm having, I hope you have fun. So how many of you say, you, you say, you know what, Tim? The truth is I probably walked in here with a little revenge in my heart or a little grudge against someone. Let's just see. Do we have any honest folk in the house today? Do you raise your hands? Let me see if I can see you. Okay, all over the house. Thank you. Man, God bless you guys. Everyone else a liar. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everyone else a liar or they were confessing on the way in, you know. It don't take much, man. You drive to church and you have a little revenge in your heart. You're going to go 35 in a, in a 45? You kidding me? Or more like this. You, you, you're only going to go 55 in a 45? Brother, got to get around you. Come on. And then we do this. Maybe I should ask again, how many of you know? And so, so Jesus goes all the way to Leviticus, and he raises the bar, and here's what he says. It's so interesting. I love it. He says this, and here's the second. They weren't ready for a second. They asked for the one. And Jesus said, oh, I see you, and I raise you. In the second, here's the verse. He says, in the second, love others as well as you love yourself. Anyone in here today love yourself? I hope you love yourself. Um, because if you don't love yourself, you can't love other people. You just can't do it right. I'm not talking about being full of yourself, but I'm talking about loving yourself. That's what the Bible says. Love others as well as you love yourself. There is no other commandment that ranks with these. That's what Jesus is saying. He's pulling rank. He's like, yeah, you ask me which one, I'm going to show you two, and I'm going to tell you. Here's, here's huge, 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 huge here today. He says this, that loving people is equal to loving God. In other words, how well I love people is really how well I love God. And he's not just talking about the people that I like to love or the people that are easy to love. He's talking about everybody because your neighbor isn't just your neighbor. Your neighbor's your neighbor. Your neighbor the people around you. It's not just your next door neighbor. What, what, what would it be like if we all lived in such a way that the truth is we saw everyone as our neighbor? This world would be a different place, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? I mean, come on, come on, come on. Track with me. Listen, wouldn't it be incredible if people that you know started loving you as much as they love themselves? Wouldn't that be awesome? Jesus raised the bar, didn't he? He said, I'm going to tell you, here's the second one. And the second one is love your neighbor as yourself. Love them as yourself. Now, when I think about that, I think about a couple of things. I think about what would the world look like if we really truly love like that. I think it would be an incredible place. And, and I think that maybe the news would have some really good stories to report. And I think if we're Jesus followers, if we're really followers of the way, if we're really Christians, then we ought to just be loving people in such a way that the Bible says that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Not glorify you, but see your good works. Love is a verb. Love is a verb. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. And if... If we, just the people in this room, if we started loving in Gulf Breeze and Pensacola Beach and Pensacola and Navarre, if we started loving, if we started seeing, because you can't love until you see. You'll never love your neighbor 
as yourself until you see your neighbor in their predicament, in their plight. The truth is we all walk around and even behind our smiles sometimes there's incredible pain, isn't there? How many carrying some pain today? Anyone in this house today? Anyone here? You're in the room. You got a lot of pain right now that you're carrying. Anyone at all? You raise your hand. You know, I, I think sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I think sometimes people go to church and, and, and someone you know, says, hey, man, how you doing? And they're like, oh. And they're like, man, I really didn't want to know, man. I was just saying, how you doing? And, and maybe you've done that before. You've been on the other side of that before. You felt like, man, I went to church, and when I started talking about my pain, when my pain started coming out, that's when they started backing up. And Jesus said, no, 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 love your neighbor as yourself. You know, one of my favorite hymns is uh, Lean On Me. Lean On Me. The truth is we are all going to need someone to lean on. And so why don't you just be that person that other people can lean on because you're loving them like Jesus because you know the truth that when I love people, it is equal to loving God. In other words, we can't just read our Bibles. Join me today, please, as I read from the book of, you know, Leviticus. In fact, I was up at 3 a.m. today. I was reading Leviticus, and, you know, I was memorizing the book of Deuteronomy. And, you know, <laughs> you ever known someone, though, like they talk the good talk? The problem was they just didn't walk it. They talked real spiritual, but when it came down to it, how they looked on Sunday and how they looked on Monday didn't look anything like each other. And Jesus says, let me tell you what love is. Love is loving God with everything you have, and that will translate in you loving other people with all that you are. And then my Father will be glorified because they will see your good works, which is in heaven. I want to talk about Love Week real quick. Let me see real fast how I'm doing on time. Um, We're going to pull up some pictures. And as we get ready to pull up some pictures, um, I just want to tell you, this first picture right here, this is the rec center. They've been really under it, construction and so much. This is my friend Denise and Teresa. And... um, so proud of y'all because you guys just love incredible. And today's really, today is a challenge to continue to let every week be love week. That's what it is. Not to just love our community one week a year, but to love every week. This picture here is um, City Hall. We're dropping off some pizza there and, and just telling them, hey, we love you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Don't know if you feel appreciated, but we just want to tell you we appreciate you. Thank you for what you do. You matter. And um, next picture, man, this is our friend Kevin and April, and Jacob's in the house. He's a surfer, ladies, he's single, and he's handsome, and he's got, he's got hair like I wish I could grow, but it ain't working these days. There's Kevin and Jimmy outside Coastal Paddle Company, and uh, just loving on them, saying thank you, man, for what you do. We just want to tell you we love you. This is Gulf Breeze Middle School. This is actually right here, right down there, and um, I want you to know we, we bought them um, uh, Starbucks coffee, and we, we got them um, from Panera Bread. We got them all kinds of bagels, and uh, they just were, they were smitten. There's a, there's a word. They were smitten. They couldn't believe it. I mean, they were like, thank you. One of the teachers said, you can, you can, you can, 
use this place whenever you want, man, as long as you want. You know, like, thank you. I'm going to tell the principal. But uh, Principal Cobb is awesome. We love him. Kim, Kim is the lady that works in here and helps the magic happen, and she's just such a blessing. This is us unloading some pizzas here. This is UPS. Um, this is our friend Walter and Linda, and this was our first connection in Gulf Breeze. I made, I made a phone call and said, man, we're going to need a P.O. box. We're moving there in a couple months, and so we loved on them. This is Mana Food Bank. So many of our people went there and served, and man, i never seen so many ramen noodles in all my life. It was incredible. And then this is, um, someone help me out. Where were the, lo, yep, loaves and fishes, that's right, and our people serving. And then we also partnered with Hungry for a Day, and we had compassion kits that had food and toothbrush and toothpaste and all that kind of stuff, and we gave those out, and then also left some there for them. Sweet mama and her baby, they are pretty, pretty pretty people there. But you know what? That's it. Because love isn't just a drop off. Love isn't just a handout. Every time I see someone that's homeless, I'm moved. I'm moved. When I see someone holding a sign, I'm moved. I'm just, that's the way I've been since a little kid. I'm moved, man. I'm moved because I don't know their story. I don't know if they're going to buy alcohol with it. Who cares if they buy alcohol with it? My question is this. Why would they just buy alcohol with it? If they're homeless, what led them to that? Let's get to that pain, because alcohol is not the problem. Alcohol is just trying to numb the pain. Let's go to where the pain is. The people helping again, that was Sherry. She's so sweet, and uh, just a great time there. A couple other pictures here. Oh, man, Starbucks. This was cool. We walked into Starbucks. We walked in. One of the ladies, she's getting ready to, you know, call out, you know, someone's name. And I think they had my drink, double chocolate chip frappuccino. And she's getting ready to call it out. And all of a sudden, she looks at us. And we walk in with these pizzas. And we got a Diet Coke and a Coke. And she says, I just said I needed a Diet Coke. She got all excited. And I want to tell you something. That may have been Diet Coke. But my God is in the very details. And he says, I'm going to supply all your needs. And then sometimes he goes a little bit further than your needs, and he give you a little Diet Coke. I'm just a little excited about that one. Pretty excited. And we gave them the pizzas, and they were just, man, on the way out, the guy says, he saw our T-shirts. He said, what is Love Week? He was with Pensacola News Journal. We told him about Love Week. He said, you call us? You tell us about it? We said, no, we just want to kind of do this one, stealth, and um, as we could, but... He loved it. He said, good job. I'm proud of you. And I want to relay that on to you because you guys did an amazing job. So many of y'all served and you served and you served and you served this week. And the Bible says this, whatever you've done to the least of these, you've done it unto me. He sees, he sees, and he rewards. That's what he rewards. That's good news, isn't it? A couple other pictures, man. We took it so many places. We're just hitting a few here. But this was the Santa Rosa Island Authority. We got to go there and take pizzas. Gulf Freeze News is in here somewhere. I don't know. There it is right there, Gulf Freeze News. We got to go and just there, just a great bunch of people. We love them. They've been a blessing to us. And um, we're just honored to call them friends. And um, that, was, that was a good time there. Yep. And then this is Good Shepherd. This is one of the schools. It just loved on them. And you know what? They were just, again, they were blown away that we would take the time just to love on them. You know, the truth is so many people walk around and their love tank isn't filled. And all it takes just a little bit, just a little bit to be intentional, be on purpose, just to say, you know what, we appreciate what you do. We love you. And when we love, 
other people. Boy, isn't it truly equal to, to loving God? That's the deal. In just a minute, um, I'm just going to let y'all know, in just a minute, we're going to have some people walk up here, and uh, they're going to go ahead and begin getting ready for the Watoto Choir, and so you'll see them moving around. I don't want you to worry about it. Just I'm going to speak for just two or three more minutes, and um, I just, well, they're coming. I, I just really want to say to you guys, number one, it's hard to love other people with God's love if you've never experienced God's love. It's hard. It's hard to wrap your arms around God's love. It's hard for me. I'm, I love God. I've been following God for many years, and it's, it's still hard for me to try to wrap my arms around God. In fact, you know when it's the hardest? When it's the hardest is when I'm the lowest, and I remember that my lowest does not make God impotent. Like when I'm literally, when I'm, when I'm down and, and when I'm struggling and when, when I just, man, when, I, when I'm just fighting that negative attitude, man, when I'm just struggling, when I, when, when I, when I, man, did I really do that? And then I remember that God still loves me, not because of who I am, but because of who he is and because of what he's done. Not because of what I've done or I'm doing, but he loves me because of who he is. It's his nature. It's his character. God is love. And I just want to tell you today, God Almighty loves you with a perfect love. And maybe you don't love yourself because you are holding a grudge. No one knows it but you. The truth is the grudge is against you, because how could you? How could you let your marriage fall apart for the third time? How could you cheat on your spouse? How could you, after confessing pornography and asking for help and trying to get out of that pit, turn back to it? How could you, being a Jesus follower and wanting him to forgive you, you know in your heart you're not willing to forgive her or him or them? How could God love me when I can't love them? That's what makes him God. And the good news today is that he is not willing that you should live life without knowing his love. And he simply holds his arms open today. And he says, come. All you that are weary, heavy laden, come. I want to pray a prayer over you. And then we're going to kick it to the choir. Would you stand, please? Could you stand? I, I just, we're not over yet, so please don't leave. But I, I want to pray a prayer over you today based off of the teaching from Mark chapter 12. And I wrote my notes and said, you better see yourself as God sees you if you're going to see them as God sees them. You better love yourself as God loves you if you are going to love them as God loves them. And here's our prayer today. May we drop all grudges and cancel all revenge so that we may love our neighbors as ourselves. And may we see ourselves as God sees us so that we can see them 
as God sees them. And may we love ourselves as God loves us so that we can love them as God loves them. And lastly, may we live in such a way that others will know that God truly loves them because of how we love them.